Court Avenue was extremely popular back then. But like going into a building, being able to like feel how much life had been lived in there before. I find that's what's interesting about architecture is when architecture reflects the time that it was built in and also reflects like a specific set of values. So it was a, a big, huge, gracious apartment. And, Great and, for um, parties. Yeah. And, and it was really a lot of the experiences that happened here that built a friendship that's lasted really a lifetime. Welcome to the Pasadena Project, a podcast about the history, architecture, and people of the Pasadena Apartments at 220 Hugo Street North in Winnipeg, Manitoba. This is the pilot episode of this series. It's here to help situate the Pasadena for listeners who aren't familiar with the building and to give you an idea of what you can expect to hear on the next six episodes of this podcast. The Pasadena is located at the intersection of Hugo Street and Macmillan Avenue in Winnipeg's Fort Rouge neighborhood. It's a couple kilometers southwest of Winnipeg's downtown, a block away from Cordon Avenue, a busy commercial district with dozens of bars, restaurants, and shops, and a block away from Wellington Crescent, a residential street where some of the city's biggest and most expensive homes are located, which hugs the Assiniboine River as it winds its way through the western half of Winnipeg. The Pasadena was built in 1912, when the popular singers of the time included this guy, Billy Murray. It was the year after Winnipeg's Union Station opened, and eight years before Manitoba's legislative building was finished. It was the year the Titanic sank on its maiden voyage, the year Thomas Edison produced the first talking motion picture, the year the first neon signs began to appear, the year the shopping bag was invented, the year the Oreo cookie was first introduced, the year Claude Debussy wrote his second book of preludes. You get the point. It's been a long time, but the Pasadena has been there through it all. It's a beautiful, architecturally stunning building, with a brick exterior and a red terracotta tiled roof that peeks through the surrounding urban forest. The building itself is built in a U-shape with a courtyard at the center, where three different entrances lead into the building's three blocks, each with three stories. The building just has a good feel about it. And the more I got talking to people for this project, I realized the building is a special place in the hearts of many of its former tenants. From the building's shape... The C shape or the U shape of it is very unique and fosters sort of a a sense of community or like a hug, (laughs) you know. To its age. I should say the building itself uh, caught my eye as well, having worked on historic buildings. And so you can see there's a lot of uh, TLC that uh, went into the, the To its spacious also. apartments. Yeah, I remember walking, we got the keys and we went walking down that hallway just thinking, boy, we got the Ritz. You know, it was, it was so big and spacious. And, and even well, its quirks. 
one of the biggest kicks that we all got out of our apartment was just like how odd it was, how strange the layout was. But so much of it came back to that something special, that something unnameable, like the way it seems to perfectly catch the light, no matter the time of day. I just love that space. It's just, I love it. I love that little uh, landing on the back at the top, right? When you can see the sun set for a couple hours and just sit out there with a drink, a glass of wine or whatever, and, and, uh, and just see the goings on. But who am I? And why am I telling you this story? My name is Isaac Werman, and I'm a freelance writer and radio producer in Winnipeg. I moved into the Pasadena in 2018 after moving back to Winnipeg from spending four years studying in Ottawa. When I first moved into the building, there were six of us living in a four-bedroom apartment, sharing one bathroom. When I told people this, they often looked at me a bit incredulously, but I loved the apartment. The rent was cheap, the location was fantastic, and I found the building inspiring. It was exactly the kind of classic Winnipeg apartment block I'd imagined myself living in my 20s. I had just begun working as a freelance writer and was working in a small home office in the sunroom that looked over the courtyard. I would watch as people came and left, and I loved the way the sun moved across the red terracotta roof. My mind would wander, and I would imagine all the other people who had sat in the exact same place as I was, marveling at the same things. I wanted to learn more about this building and the people who had come through its doors over the past century. So I spent the past year and a half doing exactly that. I've interviewed dozens of people who lived in the Pasadena or who knew people who spent time in the building. I've interviewed architects and historians and spent countless hours in the local history room at Winnipeg's downtown library. And at the end of it all, I've come up with this six-episode series to share with you. Throughout this series, we'll hear about the history of the neighborhood where the Pasadena was built. Is that Fort Rouge was Métis space. Okay, it was all Métis walls. And about the people who have called the building home. We had this idea, because that, that was our sunroom right there, we had this idea of um, doing a theater piece in the courtyard and having oh, the, the audience yes. members like up in the, up in the, in the sunroom. But also about the architecture of the building. The mission style of architecture is uh, not common in Winnipeg. It looks out of place for... And about why it's a building worth preserving in Winnipeg. Architecture really is an art. It evokes emotions. It's trying to say something. It's telling a story. So We'll hear me, about why people fell in love with the building. It had a feeling of being really warm and connected and safe and supportive. Um, and we laughed a lot. And about people who fell in love in the building. And create a home for themselves. The friends were very important to them because uh, it sort of uh, reinforced their image as a couple. Now, before I sign off, I want to acknowledge that this podcast is being released to you all in the middle of a global pandemic. It's a completely different world from when I started working on this project nearly two years ago. For those of us lucky enough to have safe and secure housing, this is a moment when we are spending nearly all of our time inside our homes. And for me, at least, it's made me really think about how much these spaces shape our lives and affect our well-being. So this podcast isn't just for people who have lived in the Pasadena or who know the Fort Rouge neighborhood. 
It's for anyone who's interested in thinking deeply and critically about the spaces we inhabit. And maybe it will inspire you to do your own research into the history of your own home. The first three episodes of this podcast will be released on June 9th. I hope you'll check them out. The Pasadena Project is produced in collaboration with the Winnipeg Architecture Foundation and with generous support from the City of Winnipeg, the Province of Manitoba, and the Winnipeg Arts Council. Our theme music is by Bougie Belgique from their EP Prelude to Machine, which you can listen to on Bandcamp. Check out the Pasadena Project online for more information about the project, including photos and original plans of the building at pasadenaproject.com. The Pasadena Project is produced on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabeg, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation.